Welcome to The Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good looking people. And remember, you're good looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have found good and abundance today because you have consciously and conscientiously tuned into the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. That's B-A-R-R-Y. S-H-O-R-E, Barry Shore here in Venice Beach, California, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean. And you, Y-O-U, E-W-E, the reason you have tuned in is for one reason only, because you care most about you. Y-O-U, that's why you're here, that's why you're listening, and you are now joining 263,917 people around the world through this magical, mysterious, mythical platform called Internet Radio, hosted by VoiceAmerica.com. Now, this show today is going to curl your toes, rock your socks, and make your eyes glow with happiness because we have one of the most dynamic, powerful, and impressive people that I've had the chance of being introduced to over the past number of months. And this man comes from the deepest part of the South of the United States of America. And I say that because we are a worldwide audience, 263,917 people around the world. So I have to be specific when I tell you where he's going to be coming from. You'll hear that in just a few minutes. But the reason you've tuned in is because you care the most about you. And the joy of living, this show is only and always about you. Why owe you? Because when you're the best you possible, what happens is you create the kind of world that we all want to live in. You build bridges of harmony, you create peace, and it becomes a much better, more fun, more wonderful, engaging, loving place to be. Now, we work with the three fundamental principles of life on this show. Those three fundamentals are, number one, your life has a purpose. <laughs> life, your life has a purpose. And the result of that is you can go mad. Now, in this case, going mad is very good because mad is an acronym that stands for make a difference. When you know that your life has purpose, you can now go and make a difference. That's the essence of living well. And the third part of the fundamentals is then you can unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. That's what we do in this show. And when you unlock the powerful, positive, purposeful, pleasant parts of everyday words and terms, you are creating neuro-linguistic programming in your brain. 
Now, your brain, like all other human brains, you have 100 plus billion brain cells, and they're connected by one trillion synapses connecting all of them together, and your thoughts are moving at about the speed of light, the fastest known travel in the universe. Your thoughts move at the speed of light with a trillion connections to 100 billion brain cells, and it's not there just to decide which flavor of ice cream you want at the moment. So what we do with positive, powerful, purposeful, pleasant words and terms is we find the essence and we do neural linguistic programming because when your thinking is positive and your words are positive and powerful and pleasant, then your actions and deeds may in fact follow along and therefore you create the kind of world that you want to live in. And if you ever miss a moment of this show and you don't want to do that, and you want to listen to it again, and you really want to do that, and you want to share this show with at least five people, when you say, give me five, and you certainly want to do that, then what you want to do is go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com, and you will find this particular segment. You can listen again, you can share it, and you want to because you are about to experience one of the more interesting and informative and insightful people that you'll ever experience in life. Now, as I mentioned to you, on this show, what we do is we unlock regular words and terms. As an example, we said, go mad. Here's another one, WWW. (laughs) WWW, ask somebody what it stands for, they'll tell you what has something to do with the internet, which of course is factually true. But in our world, WWW stands for Drum roll, fanfare, da-da-da-da, what a wonderful world, and what a is a word, W-H-A-T-A, what a wonderful world, and of course with a tip of the hat to that great Louis Armstrong, the Satchmo, who made, enabled that song to go viral and touch tens and hundreds of millions of people. Now I will interrupt myself and do a little sidebar right here, because if you didn't know, Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, one of the greatest musicians in the history of the world, a man who channeled goodness through his very being, with his horn, with his voice, with his eyes, with his being, came from one of the most impoverished, difficult, and backwards places in all of America, in the heart of the difficult New Orleans, in the black section of New Orleans, around the turn of the previous century. And through it, he was able to emerge and become one of the greatest burning lights and candles and torches and lighthouses for the world because he was able to transform himself and not let circumstance dictate who he is and was. That's the power of transformation. And that's what you're going to be hearing about and talking about today with this remarkable person that we have that will be introduced to you in just a couple of minutes. So when you hear that, you say, wow, look what a person can do from the most, un how would you say it, the most unscrubbed of all circumstances and to emerge beautiful, bright, and beloved. Wow. Wow is a great acronym. It stands for words of wisdom, words of wonder. When you hear that, especially hear the song, What a Wonderful World, you start to smile. And smile is a fabulous acronym. It stands for seeing miracles 
in life every day. <laughs> How's that? Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, I've had people tell me, hey, Mr. Shore, I've been up for a few hours already, and I didn't see any miracles. And I say, um, hello, are you here? Millions of people did not get up this morning. Can you hear my voice? Millions and tens of millions of people can't hear. Can you see? Can you walk? Can you talk? Do you have clean water? Miracles upon miracles. And when you understand that, then you are making your brain into the most powerful, positive, purposeful thing it could ever be. And therefore, you're going to create the kind of world you want to live in. Create is an acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And when you do that, you have a better world. Now, I must tell you, I have to interrupt myself, that your humble host does use four-letter F-U word. And I use it throughout the show. I use it liberally. And one of the reasons I do is because it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And you know why? Because it gets your attention. And the four-letter word is, there it is right there, fun. F-U-N-N, capital N, capital N, F. You, capital N, capital N. Now, when you get off the show and you see your friends and family later today and you have a big twinkle in your eye and you have a smile on your face, remember what smile stands for? You point your finger and says, F you, everybody. Remember to add capital N, capital N. <laughs> it won't go so well. And they say, what are you talking about? Well, I heard Barry Shore and the joy of living. And he's talking about you have to have fun in life because you can't have fun. You can't get to the next place of living in joy daily and have happiness and peace and love resonate in your very being. And one of the best ways to do that is by learning the two most powerful words in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank is an acronym that stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, I mean everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. The Dalai Lama is quoted as saying, and he's written, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. <laughs> kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. Be kind. Say thank you. You ordered a cup of coffee? Someone brought it to you? You paid for it. Say thank you. Someone held the door open for you? Say thank you. Someone didn't hold the door open for you. Say thank you. <laughs> Someone cut you off in traffic. Say thank you. You got up in the middle of the night and you stubbed your toe in the table. You say thank you. Thank you to harmonize and network kindness. Because when you do that, you're transforming the world. You're transforming yourself. And talk about transformation. We're going to be meeting an amazing man, Double M is what we call him, Manly Miller, actually with a P in front of it, Pastor Manly Miller. Yes, he has been called by the Lord, and he has a church in a place called New Orleans, just like where Satchmo came from, and from the poorest, most difficult circumstances, Manly Miller has been transformed, and he's a lighthouse, he's a beacon. He is the ability to bring and channel goodness into the world. He was introduced to me by one of the most interesting, insightful, loving, caring people 
that I know in this world. The wizard, we call him, Roy Williams. And when you hear Manly speak in just a few minutes right after this break, you'll understand why I'm just really thrilled to be having him on the show today and being able to share with you some amazing things. Manly, are you here listening to us right now? Okay. If he's not, we'll get him just right now on the other side of this break. So when he comes back, you're going to hear and be with and experience that wondrous, amazing being, Manly Miller from New Orleans and the Celebration Church. So hold on. Stay right here. Stay tuned. The edge of your seat because F you, everybody. We're coming back. We're going to have a lot of fun. See you just a bit. Welcome to one of my favorite sponsors, Super Chewer. If you love dogs, as we do, or you have friends who love dogs, who I'm sure you do have some of those, then you're going to love Super Chewer. Actually, not you, but the dogs. They are great interactive toys that come to the recipient every month, and the dogs look forward to it. They wagging their tails, and they're just ready because dogs love to be active. They like to play, and when your dog likes to play, you get a lot of fun, and everybody wins. What a great, wonderful gift. What a great, wonderful way to have fun with your dog, and all these toys are always fluff free and in every box not only you get toys you get bags of treats you get meaty chews and it's all natural product made in the united states of america no wheat or soy or corn and guess what free shipping in the contiguous 48 states for life Super True is a $45 value, but plans start as low as $29 a month. Celebrate your dog and the relationship you share and your friend's relationship with their dogs with Super Chewer. Play harder. Play together. You will be so happy. So will your dog. So will your friends. This is great. And we have something special just for you now. Because when you go to superchewer.com slash joy of living, you'll get 50% off your first Super Chewer box when you visit when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan then go to superchewer.com slash joy of living get 50% off your first super chewer box when you visit superchewer.com slash joy of living and subscribe to a six or 12 month plan you get free shipping for life in the contiguous 48 states you and your dog will have fun enjoy Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Me, Barry Shore here, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com. That's www.BarryShore.com. And the www stands for, what a wonderful world. Do you ever get frustrated by traffic? Huh? Are you fully and supremely happy at work? Well, if you are, great. And if you're not, go to www.barryshore.com and download the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. And it's free or your money back. Free or your money cheerfully refunded. Free. Go to barryshore.com. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. Go forth. Live the blessing. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You 
are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance right here. I'm going to tell you some one little thing, though, about the word good. G-O-O-D. So take that second O. I want you to just snip it a little bit. And now I want you to take that O and elongate it, and it turns into the letter L. And now good turns into gold, because that's the transformation that happens when good thoughts and loving words and great actions make your whole being come alive. And talk about being alive, I'm going to introduce to you Pastor Manly Miller, Manly, would you be kind enough to say hello to 263,917 people around the world? I say hello and greetings from the great city of New Orleans. Woo-wee! Now, what do they call New Orleans? Is that the uh, the Big Easy? They call it the Big Easy, the Big Sleazy, the Sin City of the South. You know, whatever you need to call it. We're just not going to be up on Monday morning. <laughs> That's because they were in church all day singing and dancing. Okay, so... Possibly, one- possibly. <laughs> I'm going to give just the briefest of backgrounds because uh, I, I want Manly to really speak. And it, here's a man who has himself was raised on the streets of New Orleans. And I don't mean on the the soft, big boulevard streets in New Orleans and the more tough part, the more like the Satchmo type of New Orleans. And he was a writer for an entertainment magazine when he was a kid at 14. And at 16, something happened to him, which we'll talk about. And then even more interesting, at 19, something really big happened for him. And suffice it to say that Manly Miller is the pastor of a place that is so aptly named because it's his essence. It's called Celebration Church. Now, today's show is all about joy and generosity. The fact that we are bringing God into us because God is the the foundation of everything. But really, what Manly wants to talk to you about is the essence of living life to the full. So without further ado, wonderful Manly Miller, please come in, talk to us about you and what it is that you really do in life in terms of generosity and joy. Well, you know, Barry, I'm very grateful that you have me on the show today and I get an opportunity to share with people who are listening. You know, I'm raised from an environment where uh, both of my parents were drug addicts when I was a child. And they weren't like laying in the street, needling their arm drug addicts. My parents were actually functioning drug addicts. So they had a job, they had some money, they had some resources. They, they kind of had a life that they were living. But we, like typical New Orleanians, man, we partied all the time. I mean, I thought that it was normal for people to go to a christening and everybody got drunk by 10 o'clock in the morning. I just thought that that's how people lived their lives. That was the childhood. We had a, a family bar that we hung out with since I was a kid. I always been raised in a barroom my whole life. I just thought that that was kind of a, a normal way for everybody to grow up and to live. And so when I was 16 years old, my mother came to me and she said that she had been, uh, she had some news she wanted to share with me. And she shared with me that she had been fired from her job. 
And she had been having this job for a long time, 25 years. It was a, a, a good job at a prominent company, and I was very just shocked and surprised by this. And so when um, she went, she said, I'll give you some more information the next day. So the next day she pulled me up to her bedroom and she said, you know, son, I got to be honest with you. I've got a, a drug addiction problem. I've been doing about $1,000 a week of cocaine, and I've been oh. embezzling from my company in order to pay all of our bills. So she was using her paycheck to buy drugs and she was using company money to pay for all of our bills. Well, what had happened was in her life, she had kind of had an awakening moment and realized just how miserable she really was and she wanted to make some changes. She went to a a concert, she felt like God had moved in her life and she wanted to, to do something differently. So she had actually confessed these things to her company. And they were gracious enough not to press charges if she was willing to pay all the money back. So that kind of started her journey of, of transformation in her life. She ended up in a, in a drug rehabilitation facility, a 28-day program. My dad went to go support her about 14 days in, and while he was there, he realized he was a drug addict and an alcoholic. And so I began to see their transformation and their journey, and I would love to say that that wasn't traumatic for me as a kid, but it absolutely certainly was. But I began to watch them kind of from a distance and see what was happening. And fortunately, my mother passed away last year. I was able to see their lives be transformed and they became clean and they became sober and they began helping other people. And really that, that moved in my life in a powerful way. About the same time that was happening in my life, my wife, who I'm married to now, we've been married for 15 years. She was going through a similar struggle. Her, her dad was uh, addicted to crack, crack cocaine. And this is back in the late eighties, early nineties. And when she was a little girl, she'd go babysitting, make babysitting money, and her dad would show up and steal money from under her mattress that she had worked to earn so he could go buy drugs. And she had a similar experience with her dad, where he got clean off of crack cocaine, and his life began to be transformed and turned around. And, and unbeknownst to me, you know, she was praying that God would send her a manly man. Can you believe that? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I need to, st- to put on pause, Roman, because manly... Uh, and again, in front of hundreds of thousands of people, I am so deeply moved by this, by what you're saying. I just needed to pause because I think everybody else out there also is is trying to absorb what it is you told us. Even though I knew some of these, and we'll call them facts before, but to hear them coming not out of just your mouth, but your heart and your soul and, and laying the foundation for what we're going to be continuing to discuss, it is so powerful, so positive and purposeful, and now it's becoming pleasant. But I just wanted to interrupt the flow because uh, I was really choked, and now you use this this little twist that, that your wife's name, I believe, is Dana. Is that correct? It is. Her name is Dana. Dana, and thank God Manly and Dana are blessed with four wonderful children who, as everybody says, and I, I will believe it, thank God they look more like Dana than Manly, that she was asking, praying for what she called a manly man. And Hey, you got to be careful what you pray for. Sometimes you get that exactly. <laughs> so, okay, Mr. Miller, Pastor Miller, would you please continue us on this path and this journey and let us see how this beautiful blossom unfolds? Well, what ends up happening is, you know, Barry, she's, um, she's praying God would send her a manly man. I got another guy that we knew mutually. He's trying to set us up behind the scenes and we were flirting with each other a little bit. And I was actually preaching my very first sermon at church. And 
at the end of the sermon, everybody was coming up to tell me how good of a job I did. And there she is waiting for me. And I slipped her a little piece of paper that said coffee with a question mark. And we go to coffee together. I didn't have a car, so she had to drive us. So, you know, you got to be able to talk a little bit if you don't have a car, if you want to get a woman to get, get with you, you know. So we go, to, we go to get coffee, and she says, well, you know, my dad was addicted to crack. I didn't know if you knew that. And then he got clean. I said, well, my mom was addicted to cocaine. And we high-fived across the table. <laughs> and that was kind of the starting point of understanding that, that God often brings two people together that have experienced similar transformational journeys, you know. And it would be impossible for me to talk about making a difference in others without me talking about the difference that my wife has made in my life because she's made a great impact in helping me become the kind of man that I am today and helping me to make the changes and some transformation in my own life. And, you know, there's a, there's a quote from Tennessee Williams. He says, there's only three cities in the United States. There's New York, San Francisco, and New Orleans. Everywhere else is just Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I, always I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. You know? Thank you. And for me, what that is representative of is just how colorful of a childhood I really had. I mean, I want to give you some background. I want you to understand this. You know, the upbringing that I had was probably the least likely upbringing for a person to become a pastor. I mean, my, my mother was a true, you know, women's liberation movement, broad burning hippie. Uh, she ran away and got married at a young age. You know, she was living a wild lifestyle. She was actually married before she married my dad, and then when she got together with my dad, her and my dad managed a bar together that she owned with her first husband. And so you can imagine <laughs> the kind of environment this was, but it was the 70s, and that was kind of kind of normal. And they ended up getting married, and when I came along, that was kind of kind of the wild upbringing. My dad was in, in theater. He worked at this place called the uh, Beverly Dinner Theater Playhouse. And it was like a dinner and a movie kind of a place, but it was a, it was a theater show, right? So you go in and you uh, you would you would pay to have a buffet dinner, and then you'd watch a theater performance. And it was a, it was a classy establishment, the kind where the women who would come would line their purses in plastic and help themselves to some extra roast and mashed potatoes, and they would put it in their purse so that they could bring it home as leftovers. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's so, the upscale part, right? And so when. We, they would go to these theater openings. I mean, you understand how it is at a theater opening. It's a big to-do, black tie event. And so my, uh, my dad, he could wear the same tuxedo every time. My parents didn't have no money. So my mom, she had to wear a new ball gown with new dress shoes and a new outfit every time because a woman can't wear the same outfit every time they have a theater opening. Well, they didn't have enough money to have nice stuff, but they lived in a double. And in the double they lived in next door to them was a gay couple, and the guy's name was Rusty. And he had just moved there from Houston, where he had been Miss Gay Houston. He was a drag queen. Very oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And guess it, what? It's so good, but, but we have to explain to people who are not conversant with um, either Southern um, um, names for things and or American names. And you can remember, we have a worldwide audience. So a double is... Oh, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a house where one side of the house is one apartment and the other side of the house is another apartment. And okay, in New so Orleans, we'll call it was called shotgun here for double. One better term. Okay, yeah, very good. I just wanted to make but sure. But it's called a shotgun double. Yeah, right. it's called a shotgun double because the lot 
is only 30 feet wide, and the house will be somewhere between 100 and 120 feet long. So on either side is a 15-foot by 100-foot apartment. <laughs> we'll and call so there's it one wall that goes place. down the middle, and you share the wall with your neighbor. Right. So, so the, drag queen from, wait, the drag queen from Houston has these elegant clothes that he is willing and hopefully similar size to mom. Guess what? Exact same size, including shoes. <laughs> Are we loving it, everybody? Okay, keep going, please. We got about a minute and a half to the break, and then we're going to go back and really get through this transformation. Okay, let's hear more. Well, I, I, ju- I just want you to understand the kind of background that I'm coming from, right? I mean, this is not a polished, pristine, this is a raw kind of everybody's, you know, living freely kind of lifestyle. I mean, my, my house growing up was basically a flop house. My first roommate is a, a flop house, a place, you know, where people just come and sleep wherever they want, and almost like a hostel. And my house was like that growing up. My first roommate when I was... One years old was a, a guy who's a black guy named Roadrunner. His name's Arthur Guestdean. They call him Roadrunner for short because he was real fast. And he, we shared a bedroom together. And when I was one years old and I would pee in the bed and my mama would ask me who did it, I always say that Roadie did it. You know, <laughs> so I would just blame it on him. And this is just kind of par for the course. This is normal. This is the way that I was raised. And so for me to end up being a pastor is probably the most unlikely thing in all the world. And that, on that wonderful note, we're going to just stay on the edge of your seat, everybody, because we're going to tell you how wondrous, manly Miller goes from uh, pointing the finger at Rody and saying, he peed in my bed, to becoming the head of a church with hundreds and hundreds of people every weekend. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome to one of my favorite sponsors, Super Chewer. If you love dogs, as we do, or you have friends who love dogs, who I'm sure you do have some of those, then you're going to love Super Chewer. Actually, not you, but the dogs. They are great interactive toys that come to the recipient every month, and the dogs look forward to it. They wagging their tails, and they're just ready because dogs love to be active. They like to play, and when your dog likes to play, you get a lot of fun, and everybody wins. What a great, wonderful gift. What a great, wonderful way to have fun with your dog, and all these toys are always fluff free and in every box not only you get toys you get bags of treats you get meaty chews and it's all natural product made in the United States of America no wheat or soy or corn and guess what free shipping in the contiguous 48 states for life Super True is a $45 value but plans start as low as $29 a month celebrate your dog and the relationship you share and your friend's relationship with the dogs with super chewer play harder play together you will be so happy so will your dog so will your friends this is great and we have something special just for you now because when you go to superchewer.com slash joy of living you'll get 50 percent off your first super chewer box when you visit when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan then go to super 
chewer.com slash joy of living get 50% off your first super chewer box when you visit superchewer.com slash joy of living and subscribe to a 6 or 12 month plan you get free shipping for life in the contiguous 48 states you and your dog will have fun enjoy Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, how do I know you're good-looking? Because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here, the ambassador of joy. Joy, that which expands your consciousness, fills your heart to overflowing and enables you to navigate the most turbulent seas. Joy, it's yours if you want it and it's free. Go to BarryShore.com, www.Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, Shore, S-H-O-R-E.com. It's free to get your 11 strategies with living in joy daily free or your money back go forth live the blessing spread the seeds of joy happiness peace and love streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you are listening to the joy of living with barry shore to participate in today's program we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to barry at barryshore.com now back to the joy of living Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have it in abundance in this interesting, magnificent, magnanimous person named Manly Miller, Pastor Manly Miller from the Big Easy, New Orleans, for those people who are around the world, go look it up in Google, and you'll understand why he mentioned that quote from Tennessee Williams, New Orleans, and Manly was telling us about what it's like to be raised in a, what we'll call, for want of a better term in quotation marks, a free-range childhood, and now what's going to happen is that Manly is going to confront situations and he's going to tell us how he went from what looked to be freedom into real freedom. Talk to us, if you'd be so kind, wonderful Manly, about what it means to have weary windows and perseverance. Yeah, so this for me, I mean, obviously as a pastor, I'm very familiar with with the Bible, the Old and New Testament, and so... You know, there's a passage in the book of Galatians, it's chapter 6, verses 7 through 9. And it says this, it says, Don't be deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever a person sows, that they will also reap. In due season, if they don't get weary, and they don't give up. And what I learned in my life is that a lot of times what happens is we're sowing, if you will, we're planting negative and bad things in our lives. And eventually, those negative things that we're sowing and planting, we're going to reap back those negative things, whatever it might be. 
And that doesn't matter whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, mental. When you sow that which is negative, eventually you're going to reap that which is negative. You're going to harvest that which is negative. Now, the thing about sowing and reaping or planting and harvesting, these are agricultural terms. If you thought about it from a farming perspective, do you sow and plant and then reap and harvest in the same season? The answer is no. There has to be some time that surpasses where there's growth. Well, what happens is when you want to make changes in your life and you want to experience transformation, you start to change what you're sowing. So now you start sowing that which is positive, that which is uplifting, that which is encouraging, that which is generous, that which is joyful. Except even though you're sowing that, you're not going to reap or harvest that in the same season. So there's going to be a window of time in your life where you're sowing the good things, the positive things, the uplifting things, but you're still reaping and harvesting the effects from that which you previously sowed and planted, which was negative. And I call this the weary window of departure. In Galatians 6, it says, you reap what you sow in due season if you don't get weary and you don't give up. For too many people, when they want to experience transformation in their life, they start doing, sowing, planting, saying, all the right things. But in this season, while they're planting and sowing those things, they're still taking back, harvesting, and receiving that which is negative, that which is critical, that which is, which is depressed, that which they've already sown previously. So they're trying to make these changes, and they're getting weary because they're doing all the wrong things, I mean, all the right things, but they're still seeming to get the wrong results. And the closer you get to the moment of breakthrough, when you're no longer harvesting, when you're no longer reaping that which is negative, the closer you get, the more tired you become, the more weary you become, the more frustrated you become. And there has to be some perseverance and some long-suffering. You know, the word patience really means long-suffering. And the reason when you go to the doctor, you're called a patient, is not because you have to wait a really long time for them to show up. You're called a patient because the root of that word is a Latin word, P-A-T-I, pati. It means suffering. So the patient that shows up is the person who's suffering. And what patience is, is suffering, is actually the word long-suffering. And I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I know that that literally means suffering for a really long time. And you make it through this weariness, you push through, you keep your positive attitude because you know that moment of breakthrough is just around the corner. So for so many people, they get weary, they get tired, they're in this window, and I call it the weary window of departure. Because what happens is, halfway through their journey, three-quarters of the way through their journey, out of this weary window, when their breakthrough's about to happen... They give up, and they abandon ship, and they go back to their old ways. And then their perspective is, oh, I tried this, this changing ways, but that doesn't work for me. No, it, it was about to work, but you gave up before you began to see your moment of breakthrough. This is absolutely 100% crystal clear, and this is platinum, gold, and diamond. Why do I say this? Because... Manly, 263,900 plus people are tuned in today. The reason they tune into this show, the joy of living, is because they care about one person primarily. You. Not you, Manly, but me, myself. Everybody cares the most about themselves. Everybody needs and wants these 
these leveraging, powerful, rocket-inducing words of encouragement. We say we live in the world of what we call the four Ps, and Manly articulated some one of them so perfectly, you just want to add the others. The four Ps are purpose. We started the show by saying, hey, the, one of the fundamentals of life is your life has a purpose. Purpose, prayer, perseverance, and patience. Those are the four Ps. When you plant those four Ps and you will reap the bounty of them, purpose, prayer, perseverance, and patience as Pastor, and another P, Pastor Manley Miller is telling us, you can understand why the church has over 1,600 people every weekend. And we're not talking about people dressed in their pristine best. We're talking about people coming from all backgrounds, all walks of life, much like the walk that Manley did. And you see why he is acclaimed, because he makes the Bible come alive and relevant at this moment because it is God's eternal truth. And by definition, it's relevant at every moment. So I am truly humbled and honored that you're here with us today and sharing with us today. Let's go into what we call the the double I. And I don't mean I, I, I mean what we'll call incremental improvements. Let's just spend a few minutes together and talk about incremental improvements. Well, for me, that's really the what I emphasize in my method of personal growth and leadership for anybody that I'm providing any kind of care for. So often we think that breakthroughs come through these big moments, these uh, the splitting of the Red Sea, the Apostle Paul on the Damascus Road, this moment of enlightenment, Isaac Newton, the apple falls from the tree and hits him in the head. We think about breakthrough as being something that comes in this one large moment. And I actually learned this from a very close friend of mine who builds uh, multi-million dollar homes, custom houses. And he was at my house and he was talking to me about, you know, why he's successful. And he said, you know, mainly everybody gets the big things right. Everybody gets nice cabinets and nice countertops and, and they get nice floors. They get all the big things. But what they don't understand is what takes something to the next level is paying attention to all the little details. Which outlet covers do they have? Which, which light switches did they choose? What kind of trim did they put on the edge of their tile? All of these little things is what adds up to make it look really, truly amazing is you put way more thought into a detail that seemed so insignificant. And I walked away really thinking about my own life and my own leadership from that perspective. And uh, my buddy's name's Greg. His name's Greg Troyer. He's got a company called Troyer Builders. And, and I really walked just thinking and, and thinking about that and what, what that looks like and how that, that functions. And I began to look at my own life. And I began to realize that all of my success has come from making little steps of improvement over a long window of time. And when you move your perspective to incremental improvements, it allows you to view the world as everything is an experiment. And what that means is that to believe you know what you're doing in any area is a false assumption. All you're doing is an experiment. And if it works, you keep doing more of that. 
And if it doesn't work, you have to have enough humility that you say, you know what, I thought this was going to work. It didn't work at all, and I'm going to change this. And so every week, every day, every hour, or every minute that goes by, when your mindset is incremental improvement, you just think, man, how can I just take this one more notch up? How can I just make this a little bit better? What's one little thing that I can improve? And when you make those little incremental improvements, one day you step and you turn and you look behind you and you realize how far you've truly come. Now, all of a sudden, you look back and you go, man, I can't believe how far my transformative journey has gone because I was focused on small incremental improvements. In the recovery community, if you meet an old timer, somebody who's been in recovery for a long time, which is typically 40 to 50 years or more, they'll all say the same thing. And I always thought that this was uh, like some kind of a kitschy little statement that they say. You say, man, how'd you make it this far? They all say exactly the same thing, one day at a time. But what I began to understand is the reason they're all saying it is because that's how they found success. I just got to stay clean and sober today. I just have to have joy today. I just got to be happy today. I just got to live with purpose today. If I can just, if my prayer life can be a little bit better tomorrow than it was today, and I can just make incremental improvements, that's how I'm going to succeed. You lose 80 pounds, one pound at a time, right? As Manly is pointing out to us, you're right, it's not just a kitschy phrase. It is the essence of truth. And as we both know, and and God willing, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people listening understand, the true quote is, God is in the details, because he loves you, and guess what? The universe is conspiring to help you, (laughs) not the other way around. When your mind is focused on the process and not an event, as Manly has told us, not the apple falling from the tree or the... Uh, the uh, the thunder and the lightning and the and the earthquake. It's in the still, small voice, and that beautiful incremental movement, improvement, one moment at a time. Manly, this is so encouraging, and as you can all hear, why. I've asked him to join with us today. We're going to go to a break in just a few seconds, and we'll be back. Stay here in the edge of your seat because you don't want to miss a moment of Pastor Manley Miller. And if you ever do, and you want to share this, of course, with five people, which you really want to do and really build bridges in the world, go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. Get this. We'll be right back. Don't go away because there's more Manly coming, and there ain't no more Manly Miller than Manly Miller. Be right back. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, how do I know you're good-looking? Because you're always looking for the good. Are you living in joy? Are you fully fulfilled at work? Do you ever get upset by traffic? Well, if you're living the great life, great. If not, I can show you in six minutes a day how to live in joy daily. Just go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com. Six minutes a day, download the 11 strategies, and you will learn how to live in joy daily. And it's free, or your money back. 
absolutely free or your money back. Go to barryshore.com. WWW first stands for what a wonderful world. Best wishes. Bye now. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling Cards. The Daily Smile Mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling Cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling Cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to the joy of living with barry shore to participate in today's program we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to barry at barryshore.com now back to the joy of living good morning beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance, as you've been hearing from Pastor Manly Miller of the Celebration Church deep in New Orleans. And here's a man who was raised there in unusual circumstances, even though he says they were pretty usual as he thought they were, but you'll listen again to the beginning of the show and you'll find your hair curling and your toes tapping. You'll say eyes wide open and say, my gosh, how is this possible? And it's possible because of incremental improvements. It's possible because the mind is the center and the master as Albert Einstein has been quoted as saying, and I got this from Manley, The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. (laughs) Albert Einstein recognizes one of the greatest minds in the history of the world. Let's talk a bit now, Manly, about the power and the purpose and the positiveness and the pleasantness of thinking properly, using the right words, and then actions, and what the results of those can be. Well, you know, as you talk about joy, obviously that's, that's something that's incredibly important to the listeners here. It reminds me of um, some words from Jesus. In Acts chapter twenty thirty five. it says, Man, remember the words of the Lord Jesus. A person's far more blessed when they give than when they receive. And... That word blessed, you could literally translate it into English as happy. And so you could translate that that phrase there, a person's far happier when they're giving than they are when they're getting. And I think for me, um, that's been a part of my personal journey. Uh, One of the things that's happened in my life is I've had the opportunity to serve as the chaplain for the local New Orleans NBA basketball team, which is the New Orleans Pelicans. And in serving in that role, I come across a lot of young men who, in their particular profession, they make quite a bit of money. And 
they have oftentimes the mindset and the mentality, uh, which I call the lottery mindset in the United States. It's the idea that I can spend a dollar and I can buy a ticket and I'll win $100 million. And if I get that $100 million, then in some kind of a way, that's going to bring me all the joy that I need. If I get something, then I'll have joy. But what I've learned in life is exactly those words that Jesus has said. Joy doesn't come from giving. Joy comes from being a giver. And that's just not financially. That's being a giver of everything in your life, a giver of encouragement, a giver of hope, a giver of attention, a giver of love, a giver of service, a giver of sacrifice. The person whose mindset and mentality is rooted in the purpose of giving, right? Because one of those four P's is purpose. And for me, my purpose that I've learned is I have to be willing to give back that which I've received, not in the measure I've received it in, but to try to give even more of it away. I want other people to experience the great hope and the transforming power that I've experienced. I want their lives to be changed. I want them to see that there can be a difference on the other side and that that's not driven by their circumstance. It's driven by their perspective. You know, on a plane, there is a, uh, a measurement tool that measures altitude. And altitude is how high the plane is from the surface of the earth. There's also another device that measures what's called attitude. It's the attitude indicator of the plane. And the attitude indicator tells you the direction that the nose of the plane is or the direction that the, the, the level of the plane is to the shape of the earth. And so as the plane is going around the earth, it has to constantly make adjustments to its attitude to make sure that it is level with the, the, the Earth's surface. Because of that, it works the same way for us. When it comes to us, if we have the attitude of giving and the attitude of generosity, I find that that is what fills us with joy, which is why if you go to Waffle House and you leave a $100 tip to a waitress, you would feel better than if you spent $1,000 buying something for yourself. It's that joy that comes from giving. It's that joy that comes from generosity. And when you make the words that you speak and you make the actions that you take and that what you do, all about giving your life away, you find yourself to be so filled with joy that you can't even contain or control. So for me, that generosity piece is connected to purpose because my purpose is to give that away while I'm here. And I love this phrase, he who gives while he lives knows where it goes. And I think for all of us, that's something we have to find ourselves committing to. If we want to increase our joy, it's impossible to do so without also increasing your generosity. With this wondrous insight from Pastor Manly Miller, I want to reach out across time and space and envelop you, dear sir, with a hug. May I do that? Absolutely. Here we go. And you, anybody can join, but I'm going to do it right now in front of 263,917 people. One, two, three. I'm giving you my heart. Dear Pastor Manley Miller, thank you so much for your time today, for your encouragement, for your insights, for sharing us the four Ps, for enabling us 
to live in joy daily. And those of you who have tuned in, you understand you did this consciously and conscientiously because you know that when you utilize the three fundamentals we spoke about at the beginning of the show, which is your life has purpose. As a result of that, you can go mad, go make a difference, unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. WWW, what a wonderful world. Wow, words of wisdom we just heard from Pastor Manley Miller. Smile, when you think of that, seeing miracles in life every day. And when you do that, what's happening? You're going to create the kind of world that everybody wants to live in, create, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Because we talked about it's the mind that is the master. It's your thinking. It's your perspective. And therefore, I say to everybody, F you. (laughs) But remember to add those capital N, capital N, F-U-N-N, and use the two most powerful words that we all know in whatever language they are. Thank you. Thank you to harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. And when you do that, you are becoming really human. You're able to give as Pastor Miller taught us. And when you do that three times a day, here's what I ask you, everybody, consciously, conscientiously, three times a day, say, thank you. Someone bought your coffee? Thank you. Someone cut you off in traffic? Thank you. Someone stepped on your toe? (laughs) Thank you. Because when you do it that way, you're harmonizing, you're networking kindness, you're building bridges, you're creating harmony. Go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. Get this show, listen to it again. Share it with at least five people. It means a million people around the world will hear this and keep it going forward. And we offer you a blessing. Our blessing to you is go forth, live the blessing, and spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Bye, all. Be well. Do well. Enjoy. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.